Welcome to EHS on Tap. I'm your host, Jay Kumar, Editor-in-Chief of EHS Daily Advisor. This week, I talked to Sean Smith, Product Director for Training and Content for KPA, about the benefits of mobile safety training for employees. And now, on to the interview. Okay, I'm joined today by Sean Smith, Product Director of Training and Content for KPA. How's it going, Sean? Hey, Jay. It's going great. Excellent. Welcome back to the show. You were on last year, but... um. For the benefit of the audience, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at KPA. Uh, yeah, so uh, here at KPA, I'm the product director of training and content. Uh, I started in EHS training development about 25 years ago with traditional CBT training on CD-ROMs, and I've uh, seen a lot of changes over the years, uh, both in how we produce training, but also uh, how it's delivered to learners. Uh, and so I've sort of gotten to experience uh, all of that change over uh, that 25-year career I've had working specifically in uh, training development. And yeah, I mean, just thinking about technology over the last 25 years, I'm sure you've seen a lot of, you know, leaps and bounds in uh, of what you can do for as training goes. For sure. I mean, I remember we started online training before YouTube was fully established and, uh, you know, videos were not really being delivered very well uh, over the internet and we had video-based training. Um, And so, yeah, from what that was to what it is now and also, you know, training was just a lot, there was a a leaning a lot more into longer format training. If you think about it in the nineties, everything was like 30 minutes long. Uh, And now, you know, we're really trying to get that training length down. We're trying to engage the user as much as possible. And a lot of technologies allowed us to do that. And obviously that goes hand in hand with sort of uh, the shorter attention span that folks, everybody has you know, thanks to you know the internet and and social media. So I imagine that you, that plays a role in sort of how you plan your training, right? For sure. I mean, you, I think you have to think about you have a lot of different types of learners. We've always known that we, you know people learn differently from each other. So you're trying to approach you know how you develop that training so you can have the greatest impact. You can get that uh, engagement level that you want out of the learner. There's still, you know, there's traditional methods that that still work really well. Um, you know, I think you have to know what's the right approach based on what your goals are for training. So like, you know, classroom style is still important, um, you know, and, and more traditional CBT, as I call it, is still important, you know, to be able to deliver that. But you have to match it to really what you're trying to do, you know, for your particular goals uh, within your organization. And I imagine, you know, you don't want to do everything one one way. There's going to be mul- multiple modes or, or ways of training, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. You, you really want to, you know, look at all of those different delivery methods and approaches and, you know, um, really pick the right combination. You know, there, there are certain things, you know, OSHA requires that you have to have, a, you know, a certain level of training on you know, cert- certain risks that are, are out, you know, depending on, you know, your particular uh, facility and the work you're doing there. And sometimes those are going to be a little bit longer form. But what you can do is mix, you know, nano or micro training with that for reinforcement. And that's where like mobile's awesome for that because you're able to really meet the learners where they're at 
and you know not a, not have to schedule a room or you know uh, you know use as many resources uh, as you, as you would have had to do in order to stay on top of your training program. So yeah, so and today we're talking about mobile mobile app training, and I was wondering, uh, you know. Well, you know, you started into it about the benefits of it. What are some other benefits of training employees with a mobile app? Well, yeah, I think the key one is always, you know, it comes up first when you talk about it is accessibility. Uh, learners can access their training anywhere, anytime. Um, so, you know, that takes away the, the need for buying extra equipment or having trainers on site and a lot of a lot of that, you know, overhead, you know, kind of kind of goes transfers into, you know, your mobile delivery. Um, you know, on, on top of that, you know, you don't have to worry about PC software requirements. The nice thing with mobile in particular, you know, between Android and uh, Apple uh, is that, you know, it's, it's really, you know, pretty much leveled the field on the technology. So you don't have to like, you know, I remember a long time ago, we, we would have to make sure people had the right kind of graphics cards yeah, to be yeah. able to do video based training. And so it, so having that level set of just the base requirements in the hardware is awesome it just makes it simpler so i think that's a really really big part of it but then like i sort of mentioned a second ago the most exciting part of mobile for for my team i think is uh the ability to really push on enforcement and or re reinforcement of the of those key information and skills so we want to reinforce that info as much as we can so that they're really understanding it and mobile allows you to do that in a lot of different ways through courses or even through just contact of saying hey have you thought about your hands today you know and you can do that depending on you know different platforms through a training or through you know constant contact of of reaching out to your employees and and just checking in with them and and you know challenging them to think about it and I guess, you know, that sort of distinguishes it mobile training from traditional training where you can kind of push things out to folks, uh, you know, quickly and easily uh, or more easily than you could, you know, so I guess sending an email or whatever and then getting them to or getting them in a classroom or, what, you know, what are some of those other uh, differences that mobile training offers that you can't get from traditional training? Well, yeah, it. I mean, it has several advantages, like we just talked about. Um, there could be challenges too. I think you have to really think about, um, in particular, bandwidth is a big one. So, I, I, I think that shorter format nano, nano training or even standard training lengths are really good on mobile. When you want to do more like certification or you know uh, something like an OSHA ten or thirty hour kind of training. It can be done on mobile, but you need to make sure that you are, you know, thinking about that, uh, you know, sort of the limitations that, you know, a phone can have as far as being able to access a tower or Wi-Fi and, you know, making sure your learners are in the best position possible in order to complete that training. But like, I think those things are, are worth thinking about, but there, there's a lot of additional advantages to mobile as far as just being on them all the time or most of the time. Um, really giving them the control to set their schedule and take care of that training when when is best for them versus having to sort you know it's it's it, you know there's a lot to do in, in a day when you're working and you know sometimes you know we, we want training to be something that they're able to do when they're able to do it and really get the most out of it 
Um, and we don't want them to try and squeeze it in where they can't pay attention because they've got some you know, issue they need to be dealing with. Mobile makes that a lot simpler. Are there certain types of training that you don't want to do on mobile where it's it's more you know preferable to do it in other settings just be you know for you know some of the reasons you just mentioned like bandwidth but also just the you know types of training that just should be done in a different setting i i would have probably said five years ago i would avoid any longer format training on mobile i think that's changed a bit because uh, you you can actually do that longer format uh, training on mobile now, um, mostly because the approach is different from the way we develop it. So, you know, if you think about five or ten years ago, a lot of training might might have been a fifteen minute video, um, you know, and you're sitting through that on a mobile device. And I wouldn't like recommend that for battery and bandwidth and all these different reasons. But now we break training, you know, into uh, segments. So videos tend to be, even if you're ultimately taking a course that's four hours long, it's broken up in a way where you're not sitting through a 30-minute video in one sitting. And and I think the, the really nice part about that is the, the approach to the way that we develop training nowadays is we're engaging the user with having them do interactions, you know, two minutes into the training and then showing them a video and then having them do you know, uh, watch an interview with an injured employee or their family. And so we're mixing these different things in and delivering it in a way, you know, that the device can handle it and also that the user's attention span can handle it. Um, and, and also I think batteries are better than they were and all those different things. But, you know, I, so, so I don't think it's as limiting as it was. Um, but, but I do think that it makes a lot of sense to, you know, take a mixed approach to your program, don't don't do everything one way. You know, you may want to do yeah. some things in person. You may want to, you know, have some mobile versus some, uh, you know, even like Zoom calls where people are kind of more brainstorming or uh, where you're doing toolbox talks, which are also awesome to deliver from mobile. Um, so yeah, I think I think mixing that up is really important. And I guess another factor of mobile training is you're not necessarily doing it all at the same time, like you would say in a classroom setting. You know, you're kind of assigning it, but the, the you know it's incumbent on the on the the worker to to do it on their own time, right? So you know, right. is that is that it's convenient, but is that also is there a concern of making sure that people actually do the training? Well, I think that's where the uh, inter interactives and the assessments are really important. So that you you know you want to make sure that you're you're actually you know understanding how they got through it, what their score was. You have some reporting that allows you to follow up on that. So I think that part's really important. I think the other thing that's really nice with mobile as well that you kind of touched on is. Um, you can deliver training to that individual learner at their level. So if you have three different levels of a training, somebody who's you know been doing this job for a long time, knows it really well, may require a different training than somebody who's you know new or has you know less experience. When you know we think back to traditional classroom style, you know there were a couple of things that would be concerning in that. One being your learners were all different. So you had people at different levels going through the same class and maybe, you know, one learner needed to get a little more detail. But the nice thing with classrooms is they could ask questions. So that's great. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so so you have that ability with 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 that approach, which I think works really well. You know, but the, but there are you know other you know possible things that can come up, and and with that ability to really match the training to the individual, you know, I, I think you end up getting something you know that works really well for them. And would you, you end up reporting. Would you do sort of like an initial uh, evaluation or to determine what the person's learning level is, or? Yeah, I would, yeah, I definitely recommend that. I think you could, and and that's another thing you can do through assessment, you know, uh, directly through mobile with those learners, and based on that, you could identify what you know what level they should be at for that training going forward. Um, and I, companies are now doing uh, new hire training with uh, with mob on mobile for em- temporary employees and contractors. How is that? Uh, more effective now than maybe past methods. Well, I I know from from you know working with our clients to roll out uh, new hire training and and not just for new hires, but we're seeing it used a lot for temporary employees, which that's great because somebody can you know come through an agency, take the training before they come on location, and then they can transition to an you know a full time employee eventually, and it all kind of you know is going through the same system, which is great. And we're also seeing it with contractors as well. But one of the biggest advantages is being able to sort of get that training part done before they get on site or before you know, they go out and, and start working um, so that you can really get that part done. But you can break it up, too, which I think is great. You know, a lot of a lot of places, you know, are going to require, you know, might even be a couple days worth of training. Being able to offer that mobile, you can have them do it you know, at the uh, facility or from home or from, you know, another office from where they're being hired from. And, you know, the employer is able to really take a look and see where they're at. And the big advantage is when someone comes on site, now they're really focusing their their time on what they need to learn in person. Uh, they're, and, and I would still recommend a tour. I would still, you know, especially when you have hazardous you know, uh, you know, pathways or areas of your facility that you need people to understand how to move around safely. And mm-hmm. so you're able to really focus that time in person better. Um, and any paperwork needs to be done can all be done without having to worry about the training part. How important is it to uh, develop your training specifically for mobile as opposed to just dumping whatever you're doing now, you know, into an app? Yeah, I mean, I would say probably 10 maybe eight years ago eight to ten years ago there was a big shift in um most of the training development platforms that you really sort of developed mobile first um so in a lot of cases we're already we were already producing training specifically that would work on mobile that didn't mean it was optimized for mobile it just meant Mm -hmm. that you know it would work like on the device um so i think you do have to put that additional effort in to make sure, especially things like interactions. There are certain interactions that don't work well on certain devices. Um, you know, the the flow of a course, um, you know, you know, cannot work quite as well on on you know a smaller device. So those things, you know, we we do put a lot of effort and we test on multiple platforms. Uh, we you know we test specifically for mobile versus desktop. I, I do think it's important to to do it, even though 
you know, the publishing platforms might say, oh, this is this. Don't worry. It's going to it's going to work on mobile. It's still important to see how it actually functions and also think about it from the perspective of someone using that device, because you can get a lot, a, a lot, a, a lot of advantages, uh, you know, if you really think about it from, you know, that perspective of how this works on the device. Um, what's the feedback that you've gotten from uh, users uh, who have who've done mobile training? I mean, for the most part, the, the feedback is 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 really positive because, you know, especially in the case where we're dealing with employees or contractors who don't have a computer, don't have an office, um, don't have a place to go to do that traditional training, their ability to get that training done wherever they're at is just it's it's huge. It's it's, uh, you know. It, it makes it possible for them to really focus on, you know, what they need to do and what their job is and kind of takes all that complexity out of it. So I think that's been most of the feedback. And I've talked to thousands of contractors over the years through supporting. And it's it's always important to them to, you know, they want to do the training. They 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 want to get it done. They want to be safe. They want to understand, you know, all the different concerns they have when they go someplace to work. Same with new hires. You know, it just needs to be accessible to them so they can do it. So it's always really positive feedback that we're meeting them where they're at. How widespread is the use of mobile apps for training? Uh, It feels pretty widespread. I took a look at some uh, numbers. I I went back to 2018 just to kind of compare that to 2023. And what we're seeing is nine times uh, usage on mobile. So learners accessing you know, training via mobile versus uh, just traditional uh, desktop. So it's it's up. Um, I, I think COVID had a lot to do with that as well. Um, yeah. But also the devices themselves uh, are just better and, and make it easy. And, and a lot of people are just using them, you know, as their computer, as their everyday sort of device. Um, where do you see mobile training going in the next decade or so? Well, there's a couple things. I, I think, um, you know, it's going to continue to expand, you know, as, as it has, I think, usage-wise. Um, I expect, you know, usage will overtake eventually. Uh, we'll see more mobile users than desktop users. Um, I think there's a couple directions, you know, as far as from the delivery standpoint, that's, I think that's just going to continue to, you know, extend. From the production standpoint, as far as, you know, people creating training on mobile, there's a lot of really cool, exciting things you can start to do with it, especially when we start to look at um, augmented reality, virtual reality, um, you know, bringing that device in with the technology that's built into it. You know, we can start to, you know, you know, really give people training they need based on the things they're doing, you know, on a daily basis. So that's something that we're really excited about is how do we deliver that kind of training that, you know, again, is impactful and engaging and you know really helps our learners understand how to keep themselves safe and i imagine just the way technology is going that you know five ten years down the line you know you'll probably be able to just do a lot more cool stuff on mobile than you can today yeah and, and you know i think there's also the uh if you if, anybody that i, I want to bore anybody with with letters but lms versus lxp i think we're seeing more uh, focus from you know the learning management system to a learning experience 
And I think mm. that that is going to, you know, mobile allows, you know, you to really give almost more like feedback in the training cycle. So we can start to, you know, to learn from the learners and then give them a better experience based on that. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Sean, thank you so much. This has been great. Thanks for having me as always. I appreciate the time. Have a great day. All right. That wraps up episode 190 of EHS on tap. You can find more information about the show and listen to on-demand episodes at ehsdailyadvisor.blr.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I hope to join me next time. Thank you.